No, seriously, just yep. hit record, because uh, welcome back to Jake Breaks Hot Takes. Here's our quick intro. Anyways, back to what we were talking about. Um, on this episode, we want to cover kind of more of um, talking shit on men. Yeah, we've uh, we've been down the Reddit rabbit hole, and it's it's desolate. Yeah, and the fact that we don't really drink anymore, and we're he's four in, I'm three in, so we're already not, we shouldn't be probably running our mouths as much, but we are going to, and this is for your entertainment. I love how we picked the third round of this to pick the most technical one, with actual statistics and things like that, but this is, you know what, I'm going to take take it from Joe Rogan, or Joe Jogan, as you like Ro Jogan, yep, yep. It gives us a better picture and a clearer mind. Oh yeah, because apparently, you know what, we're just diving in because we've always been sex positive on this podcast. Yeah, and um, this is more so on, on not your performance, but the anatomy about women and men and how how it's performed and kind of the ways or ways you should not kind well, of go about also it. Also maybe rethinking your relationship dynamics. Yeah, exactly. I like that. We're going to talk right there. This is an average statistic now. It takes a man about five and a half minutes to orgasm. And for a woman, it takes about 17 and a half minutes. Did you source this? Yes, yes. This is... Uh, Damn it, I was going to... I wanted to... This is ABC.net. Damn it, I really wanted to get you because you always bitch about me not sourcing shit. So what this tells me <laughs> is that uh, foreplay, which apparently nobody on Reddit knows about. God, yeah. I, I, I love Reddit, but at the times it just makes me want to just, just kill myself. What, what I don't understand about alpha males, and this isn't really a dig about anybody, but they seem to think that like, their alphaness is just so sexually attractive to women that they walk around in a constant state of arousal no, or something? I, I guess, but here's the thing. I, I think there's the alpha males and there's the like, the Chaz and the Tyrones, as, as I picked up off of um, SSM. And those guys, they don't fucking care. If you're a half-decent human being and a guy that cares, this is something I think you definitely should educate yourself on because it's something you should know about. And the more educated you are on this, the more fun you're going to have with another person. I want to start it this way. Is sex about the orgasm, or is sex all the things that leads up to it with your partner? I think it's about the experience. That's me. I kind of think that the orgasm is secondary to what What are you doing during sex? My goal, here, here, here's my goal with sex. It's fun. If we're having fun, who cares? That's my entire theory behind it. I agree with that. For me, I think it's the intimacy and also... If you're with this person being comfortable with sharing things with them that you wouldn't be comfortable sharing with other people. Yeah, and um, like I said, it's... it's I've, I've, um, Taz might kill me for this a little bit, but the conversation me and Taz had about it, and I've, I've told her too, is like, I have no expectations with sex. If I were to have an expectation, that means I want a desired result. I just want sex to be something that is fun, that brings us closer together. And that's all the sex is to me. It doesn't matter who has an orgasm, who doesn't have an orgasm. If we're having fun while we're doing it, it's bringing us closer together. That's a surprisingly mature take and pretty healthy from what I've read on this. I just looked at another statistic and we could talk about this. There's a large orgasm gap, apparently, between men and women. As of 2009, the National Survey of Sexual Health and Behavior ask 1,931 U.S. adult males between the age of 18 to 59 about their most recent sexual experience. 91% of men reported they climaxed during their last sexual encounter. Only 64% of women said it. Yeah, no. 
and I, I hate to say there is an, there is a such thing as an orgasm gap, and, and it truly and it truly is. It's discouraging to hear, but again, it comes back to educating yourself. Now, me as a man, I know I'm more of a pleaser. I enjoy watching others have more pleasure. That's just me, because I find that fun. I find it enticing. In a way, like we mean you joke around about. Oh, I'm gonna, we're breaking people. I I I like seeing someone I'm not. else. He he does, but I I no. enjoy seeing someone else enjoying themselves, and and it brings me pleasure to watch someone else being and and um enjoying themselves. And and that's really a big take of mine is that, and I already know I'm gonna be that average. I'm gonna come in five minutes, easily. Sometimes two strokes. It depends on how how fucking ramped up I. You might look at me and boom. <laughs> Yeah, and here's another huge thing, is just talking about the difference between the time it takes for a man to get back in. The refractory period for a healthy young adult man is about 15 minutes. By the time you reach later in life, it could be in hours. Okay, good. Thank you. I'm glad you said hours, because I am in the hours. (laughs) Well, no, seriously. So it becomes much more important about exploring things, having fun, not necessarily the finish line being the goal. Yeah, is exactly, and, and the one thing too is um about a woman. It takes her longer to get aroused, longer to stay mm-hmm. aroused, and that is a little bit of a delicate tightrope. I don't think a lot of men actually talk well, about here, or understand. Let's the little tidbit I learned from porn, actually, of all places. Oh boy, <laughs> no, women have an internal erection, and so blood flow oh. has to come to their center of the body as well, and they have erectile tissue not as much as men. But the canal actually elongates one, and this is very important, dilates. Yes, so very much. So until a woman is aroused, it's really not a good idea to just start trying to jam things in. Yeah, exactly. Even if you're uh, using uh, proper lube and all that, but but it does come down to... Oh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> it does come down to arousal, and it, it a lot of it is taking your time, Sex can be quick. I mean, I understand having quickies and whatnot, and but we're not talking about that. What we're talking about is literally just slowing the fuck down. And it's, again, like you've said, it's not about that finish line. It's about getting, taking your time with that other person. And I know we sound like really emotional about it, and it's not necessarily a fully emotional thing. It's about just the enjoyment of each other's company well, and then doing what you're doing. I think it also comes down to how comfortable you are with the other person. When it's your first time together or even the first few times, there's going to be a lot more communication, talking, oh, yeah. expressing, hey, this makes me feel uncomfortable or this doesn't make me feel uncomfortable. But after you two have known each other for a while and you're pretty comfortable, you this... can fuck on the kitchen counter <laughs> and nobody cares because you know, I feel safe here, you feel safe here. Yeah. But lay the groundwork. Yeah, because uh, you did, like you said, you did lay that foundation. And then, then that even comes into like whatever you guys plan, people plan on exploring is that you still need to go back to that original groundwork of that communication and talking to one another and being really like, all right, this is cool. You can do this, this, and this, but once you hit this point, I'm no longer cool with it. And I think this is a big thing because for some reason we push this romantic idea of like surprises during sex. You should never try no. something new without communicating. No. If you're going to go down that route, even remotely, you at least float it by them, see what their opinion is, and if the opinion is of, in a, a good nature of, about it, then you have, a little, I think, a little bit more leadway. 
but then you still need to approach it cautiously while you're um, having sex. I'll use uh, anal as an example. And um, anal is a very trusting thing. It's a very delicate thing. Takes preparation. And, you can, and takes preparation, and you cannot just shove it in there. So, knowing all that, if you talk, bring it, or you're, you're having sex with a partner and whatever it is, and you guys come to a point where there's a conversation, and you even just... Just bring it by. Hey, how do you feel about? I'll just just make it easier. Booty hole play, and um, they're like, "Oh, I don't really have an opinion this way or that way about it." That okay? That's a good sign. Okay, so what you do is like next time you're having sex, don't pe- no penetration. Just while you're playing with her, just rub your finger around it, play around with it a little bit. Then afterwards, you talk to them. You ask, like, hey, how did you feel about that? If they enjoyed it, they're like, oh, okay. And even during sex, if they're enjoying it, they're going to push down. They're going to show you or tell you, hey, I like this. Again, though, everything comes back to communication. Before you know you might awake in a monster you don't want to wake up. <laughs> what I have is, let's say that there's certain things you do only occasionally. And things are going well and all that. Talking about communication during sex. Like, you know, you're on Valentine's Day, it's going well. Maybe you only have anal sex occasionally. You've always talked to it beforehand. Is that something you bring up during that and see if they're feeling comfortable? Kind of keeping that communication channel yeah. open during. Yeah, exactly. Because here's the thing. I mean, mainly we're focusing about the butt on this, with, with this. It's just, your bowels move. You need to be at least somewhat intimate with your body. Because it, not everyone wants to have accidents. I'm sure there's people out there don't carry the way. But you might want to float it to your person. Hey, I might be interested in doing this tonight with them. How are you feeling? Right, and that's kind of what I was getting at. Is just keeping that communication open. Because, and making I mean, sure yeah, that I mean, in my experience, there's times where people have told me, hey, I'm doing good. But later on, they came to me and like, hey, you know what? That's kind of off the table. Mm-hmm. And then that's when you gotta go. You know what? That's cool. Don't work. Don't Respecting worry about it. The boundaries. And yeah. Because at that point, you know, eh, it's starting to get messy. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. But um, like, and, and that's just, and that's just not exclusive to doing it in the in the butt or bondage anything. is another it, one. Bondage that is a big. It gets one. a bad rap because people that aren't in the community seem to really conflate it with this. I don't know how to describe it, but it, in a healthy way, it's all about communication and respecting your partner. And yeah, do it's a, a team sport almost. It, it, it truly is, and um, I luckily for me, I do have a lot of experience in this. Is a lot of people don't understand is the level of bondage isn't dependent on the person. There is no true way to say that you're into BDSM because everyone has done BDSM whether they realize it or not. Oh, because yeah. it can be simple as oh, I put a blindfold on you. That's BDSM. Oh, I tied your hands together. BDSM. Nothing crazy. Very, you would say, vanilla. Yeah. But still technically falls into the BDSM category. No, I think it's one of those things that it can be really healthy and beautiful if you both are good at communicating and have a healthy relationship. But it can also very quickly devolve into a bad power dynamic if you aren't in already a healthy relationship. Yeah, that's very true. And um, like one thing, like you said, is true is though is the BDSM community itself is very big on consent and on um, communication. Those are the big two pillars, I believe, um, other than what it, what the BDSM stands for. But um, it also depends on what you're into. But a lot of times you need to really keep yourself in check. Because people themselves 
tend to fall into a category where they don't want to be and they don't realize it because they're so either attracted to this person or they want to make this person happy, say they are submissive, and then they let themselves be abused and they don't put that foot down, and which falls also into a place of a misconception where submissives have all the power, which is true to a point because they can say yes or no to it, but they fail to understand sometimes is they can literally... Like this is no, this ain't happening. Yeah, and there's kind of and, pressure for them to yeah because they to want to please yes, that dominant right. person. And for people who don't know, BDSM is literally bondage, discipline, sadism, and masochism. Yep, and it's a very broad spectrum. Yeah, it's as I think pretty much as broad as the brushstroke can get. Oh yeah, because just like you say, uh, also spanking or something like that, the, a power it's, dynamic it, it, play, yeah. it all falls into this umbrella. Yeah, the only way I think you're going to have quote-unquote va- vanilla sex is literally fucking what, missionary? Oh god, please, yeah. Yeah, that that's literally it. I mean, the, the second you hold someone's wrist down, or <laughs> just even gently, it... it well, cowgirl, it, it, technically, because she's got all the control yeah, now. Exactly. That's, again, I can be easily considered BDSM. And that's the thing a lot of people I don't think understand or maybe even realize that they participated in some type of BDSM thing without even realizing it because it's such a broad thing. I also want to go into, because we're talking communication, I think that's the one thing that often gets overlooked in sex That's literally should be the central thing. Is communication kink shaming? Yeah, no, don't don't get if if someone's kink's not for you, just be hey bro, that's cool. Not my style. That's all it takes. Not for me. It, you don't have to be fucking judgmental about it. And um, that's one thing that I I don't like about sex and general. It's judgmental as hell. And um, that that shit irritates me to to no end because. Alright, say, say you're a dude, right? Mm-hmm. You're a straight man. Cool. You like to do butt stuff. Then the woman immediately goes, what's the first thing a woman thinks? You're gay. Thinks? You're gay. Yeah. Like, no, I just enjoy it. And, and uh, I, I think that's, like, again, like you were saying, the misconception. And um, there's that king chain. It, it's just... People need to be able to enjoy themselves as long and with others and there doesn't need to be a shame on it and then and then and with the shame it, it perpetuates that shame it makes it even harder to work through no and i think too another thing sex is the most intimate part of your relationship and it also requires the most communication but i feel like sometimes the dynamics of that are influenced by the dynamics of other parts of your relationship like, if one of the partners is super domineering all the time, it might carry over into the bedroom oh, as yeah. well. Um, I'm, just to speak on that, too, is um, I'll, I'll use uh, this as a cliche example, but powerful businessmen that are always in control of every single thing, right? Generally speaking, they're, they're in full-blown control. But yet they'll go to see these dominant matrices that do not allow them to have this control. And why do you think that is? Probably because they're tired of always being the decision maker. They would just like sometimes to unwind exactly. for someone to sit there and go, no, you're doing this now. Yeah, exactly. It relinquishes the responsibility of that power that you have. They can go, you know what? I don't need to worry about this shit. And, and um, a lot of people don't understand that. It, it, it's a different mindset. And um, 
especially with what people understand it as, and people don't really look further than what it really is. Now, one thing that I've kind of noticed is it seems like a lot of popular, I don't want to say media, but I've noticed that the like, dominant woman sexually has been becoming very popular as a subgenre, not just a porn, but of like, oh, yeah. character archetypes. And it's kind of interesting because for so long, female sexuality was very repressive. Yes, and then uh, the reason why I believe it is is because it's bringing that feminism to the forefront and then also goes into a hand-in-hand with this whole idea of, of being woke. And that's why you see some of these movies that are having the female leaves more and more aren't doing well. It's just, and then it goes into that crochet of saying, oh, you go woke, go broke. Well, and two, the problem is the characters themselves, regardless of gender, sometimes are very poorly written. Yeah, that too. Oh, God, yeah. It, it, like, it's some point, like, I understand having a good, strong female lead. Take um, Underworld, for an example. Oh, a strong yeah. female lead. Did amazing in the box office. Has, what, is, is, is a cult classic. What I love about that is all the characters are so poorly written that, no, Kate Beckinsale's in that terrible acting... She's still the best character in there. Yeah, exactly. But you take something like from a from the Marvel universe that has a female lead. I'll just use uh, Captain Marvel as an example. Not a great character. Not a great character. They didn't even adapt the character no. well from the source material. Was my problem with Captain? Yeah. It, 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 it's just like, but if you take something like, um, and I'm not like I'm a big Captain Captain America fan, but from what I understood from the comics, now, I never really read the comics, but from what I understood, he's a all American kind of guy. And they did do that with him for the most part in the military aspects. But if you took that and changed that to a woman, and when they did the whole um, multiverse, I think it was, uh, Doctor Strange in the multiverse, mm. and Captain America ended up being Captain, uh, what's her name, um, the British girl. Oh, the English one, yeah. 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 Well, I, it, it, I, it doesn't fit. Like I understand taking a story and making a new story out of it, but when you're, I think when you're doing stuff like Marvel or whatever it is, is try to stay mostly true to the story. Well... Because they're already well established. And that was a, a weird dynamic, too, because she was, you know, Captain Britain, which is a whole different culture. So I get what they were doing, and that is... Captain Britain is another character. But they never introduced that in the MCU, so it's very jarring to see not only yeah. the gender swap, but then it's like, what, England? What the hell's going on? Yeah. Tim Crumpets? Yeah, that we're American, <laughs> but, so, but now get, get me on the um, Scarlet Witch. That right there, that they've created that character. I think they did excellent with it. I I love the Scarlet Witch. Um, I really liked how they did uh, her and Vision together in the whole um, series, and then built a whole movie around it, which I think overall it was really well. well and they gave her an actual character outside of her gender as exactly. well, which was very nice. But. Kind of got on a tire here, but what I was saying is, no, I do think that women being able to be more forward with their sexuality is a net positive, because I feel like a lot of the old school hangups with women and sex... Yeah, you keep it in the bedroom. Exactly, and had to do with, like, you hear it all the time, women are supposed to enjoy sex. That's for the men. Men enjoy sex. Women just supposed to sit there, I guess, like a dead Uh, fish. Yeah, no, I completely disagree with that, because it's just such a... It's a team sport. Yeah, it, it it is a team sport, but oh, what, what what's the word I'm looking for? Because it's a uh, very old belief that doesn't work. No, no. It's like even in I don't I don't care how old it, how old it was of a belief, but it's changed over all this time. 
And this is something that I think people need to understand is that, uh, like you said, sex is a team sport. Both of you guys should be wanting pleasure from one another, I I, I think. I mean, oh, I yeah. think it would be the most funnest thing in the world. Why would I want to spend 50 years watching someone else have all the fun and me being like, well, that was that was great. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I faked it the last 10, 40 years. Well, and especially in a, a stereotypically heterosexual relationship, you know, women are the ones who have to bear the children for nine months. I at least would hope that mind-blowing sex was the reason that child was conceived. Yeah. So, Yeah, not because I, I, I have to do this. Yeah, exactly, and I'm not getting anything out of it. i got to bear this little bastard for nine months. Yeah. But like, I, like, that's the thing. Is like, there's a lot of old-school values that just don't work anymore. Or should never work to begin with. But then again, there was... I mean, if you look at history, I mean, you had the women's rights movement and the right to vote. And it, it takes evolution. That is a very evolutionary thing, I think. And, like, the same thing with the whole, like, slavery. It was a very evolutionary thing. I mean, when the... Um, speak on that, give me one second. I, I actually can tie this in. Because if you look at slavery, when the, originally when the Constitution was created with Thomas Jefferson, it says all men are created equal. They knew there was an issue... He put that in there for all men to be created equal, so everyone would be on equal grounds. He knew it was going to take a long time to fix, but the the um already the work was already in in the works. Well, no, these the foundation was already there to do that. Now the women thing, it was a generally a thing where it was men and women are pretty much the same. It's just men at that time. It was just a generalization of a thing. Just like when we went through school and we're like, oh, you're a dude, dude, what's up, dude? And everyone was a fucking dude. Didn't matter, male, female, whatever the fuck you were, you were just a dude. No, and it's it's funny because it's kind of arbitrary because we see throughout history, sometimes societies are women-dominated, matriarchal. Most of the time, I would say, just at least in recent history, they've been patriarchal. But no, the, these are things that are arbitrary that a lot of... The dynamics, I think, where we're at right now, a lot of things are changing, possibly for the better. I think in some ways, yes. But it's like everything else, it will eventually settle out, I hope, that everyone can be equal. Yeah, I completely agree. But that's the brilliant thing about history is we can literally look back on it and say, all right, we did A, B, and C wrong. Let's not repeat A, B, and C. No, but and, I feel like some people, they really are attached oh, to God, A, B, yeah. and C. They, they truly are. And, and that's why, like... I, that's why I, I really like the fact that we're doing this is because we're going, yeah, we can still be men, but we still can be em- somewhat emotional, not full-blown emotional, like, oh, I'm going to cry because my kid took his first steps. I'm going to be emotional. I'm going to tear up go, that's my son. That's, <laughs> that's my daughter. That's right. Oh. You're going to stand there. You're going to be proud. You're not going to become like this crying mess. You're going to be that figure of strength. You're going to be that pillar of strength. Because that's what... You want to be, or what? Like what I want to be, but also that's another thing. What I don't understand is it seems like a lot of people right now are concerned with what other people are doing. Yeah, and it's kind of ridiculous because I look at it this way: if how you're living your life does not in any way negatively affect anyone else, you're not going out raping and pillaging. You do you. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing too is like, I and when if you ever get around to having kids and whatnot. A kid, no matter whether it's male or female or whatever, they need a strong role model in their life, and particularly a male, strong male role model. Yes, women can be these strong women, 
but they cannot provide what a man can provide as a role model. They can't be like, hey, you know what, go dust off your knees, you're fine, suck it up. Whenever there's times, you know, you've got to suck it up and, and just keep on going. Where a woman is more emotionally, where they're going to say, oh, honey, come here, let me hold you, let me kiss it and make it better. Whereas they're not going to tell you, you know what, you need to keep pushing forward. It really depends. Because, now I will give you this. My mother is pretty stereotypically masculine because she literally, I fell out of a tree one time when I was three years well, old. But of course, but think about this though, is, what if you were a female? My mom was worse with my sister. Well, I say you kind of got both environments because you do have a sister. That's right. <laughs> my, my sister's a diesel mechanic on boats, by the way. So that kind of points to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I get what you're saying, and I'll say this: stable stability is super important because children are discovering the world every day, and if they don't have at least one stable parent, it's very difficult. Yeah. But um, I know we're on really, really far off of what we want to talk about, which was mainly anatomy this time yeah. around. So um, let's just bring it back around, back to it. Like, yeah. Anatomy and generally just with being in it with one another, and um, the really cool thing is I, I'm really happy with me and Rich is that we're very, pretty much very comfortably with each other around talking about at least sexual subjects. We're not going to talk ever talk about our adventures like, oh, yeah, I, I did <laughs> – I went on this wild adventure this weekend. That's that's going to be about as far as it goes. It's very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We're open but respectful. Yeah, th- that's exactly that's it. That's like, I do not need to know the deep, dirty details. Yes, no, I do not need to know. I moved her leg to a, a 90 <laughs> degree angle with a with a side angle of 5 degrees. Yeah, I and I attached it to her, her thigh. <laughs> they are way too comfortable. I've been in situations where I couldn't leave because... This dude was driving, we're delivering things, and I'm having to hear about how, oh yeah, I was hitting it from the back this way, that, and somehow a finger just, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't no. know you. I don't know you. And, uh, and um, yeah, no, no, but where it, I think, I was just even talking about it with another man, you, you don't bring in the details. And if you even have what a remotely don't know to a guy, you don't talk about it. But if you're somewhat friends with a guy, be like, oh yeah, man, I was I just was the life this weekend. We had a great weekend together. We had a lot of fun. And I think this goes back to being respectful to your partner. Because exactly. like me, you, I you don't, don't have any it. information that I would be embarrassed about. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. a level of intimacy that's comfortable and it's respectful. You should not be going around telling people. Oh, I did it from behind. Yeah. I did it from the fucking ceiling. I hung her by her toes. What yeah. you can say though is it easily without having to even necessarily say is like, oh yeah, me and the wife just stayed in this weekend. We just just enjoyed each other's company, had a great time. Basically, all what it really says is we fucked like rabbits. Yeah, no, and it's what I. <laughs> that's exactly what that is. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, it. that's when you just pat the guy on the back. Hey, let me buy you a beer. That's right. But um. I think that a lot of times, a lot of men, especially younger men, they don't understand the female anatomy. And I think that's part of the um, whole downfall of this whole alpha alpha male bullshit is you need to understand a woman. Yes. A little bit. Because that will go far better than just, well, not just I'm just going to be, oh yeah, you should be aroused because I'm an alpha male. Yeah, even if you're the biggest, most selfish asshole ever, it feels better... If she's feeling good. Oh, God, yeah. 
Because once again, going back to the first part of this, dilation, all the fun bits, you're no longer sitting there humping the Sahara Desert. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and um, uh, what what was there was another one I wanted. I, I, something else I wanted. To, I, I'm going to approach this subject here in a minute. Um, but with a woman, you do need to take your time. You need to go slow. Doesn't mean you need to be like a fucking like you're going through sledge or anything. And yes, if you go the long game, go for the long game, especially in a well, I'm just going to use session as a as an easier term. You're going to lose your erection. Oh yeah, because you only can maintain blood flow and air for so long. All right, just because you lose your you lose your erection doesn't mean shit. It can it comes back, you're fine. Get over it. Especially yeah. if you decide to do like a fucking like if it ends up being a, an incredibly long one, like four, five, six hours. I'm so glad because every time that someone mentions multiple hour scenarios, they're acting like they've been erect through this entire thing. Yeah, like no. there's some sort of. <laughs> Grecian sex god, and it's... No, just so you know, if you've hold an erection for more than four hours, you have to go to the ER, and they gotta shove a needle in your dick to pull the blood out of your penis so it becomes back to being soft. Whew. And it's, I think, it's a big fucking needle. It's not a little one. I think it's like a 15 or 20 gauge needle. FYI. They pop a hole in a vein, and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't wear a talk ring more than 45 minutes. <laughs> Okay, um, and that's just unfortunately that's how that works. And then when people don't believe you that they tell you that the balls move, it's really true. But that's on a, that's something else. That was the alcohol talking. <laughs> but what it comes down to is though is understanding that female anatomy and how a female works, and you you don't need to know intimately know how it works, but have a base idea, and don't just trust porn on it because. Porn is just, it's good for ideas to come up with. It's good for creativity. It is not good for intimacy. But if you're wanting to go through, like, go in and have an adventure on something, then yeah, you know what? You might go, okay, you know what? The guy at least get the positions correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's because it ain't going to work otherwise. It's funny because in my teens, there was this one guy and it, he found a copy of the Karma Sutra and he tried the crab position with his girl and they were on carpet and they had their socks on and she slipped. <laughs> Fucking tailbone hit his balls. That was it. That was it. He's like, I'm never trying anything again. And that's the other thing is definitely be adventurous. I, I Being adventurous is a good thing but like when with a woman the first few times you know I mean? It's, it's going to be very... Oh, what's the word I want to use? Awkward um, would be what I'm, you're. It's you're a little awkward because you're, you're you're discovering each other's bodies. You're you're exploring each other. It, it's just not straight of oh, we know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, the you comfort's might, not there. The yeah, groundwork hasn't you, been laid. You may have a lot of um, exploration, or you may have done a lot. I have a lot of experience. That's the word I was hunting for. I'm hunting for words today, but um, just as you have all that experience, it'll give you a a general direction of point, but it does not mean you're going to have earth-shattering sex every single time with someone. And that's even if you've been with someone for years. Mm-hmm. Shit gets fucked up. Shit changes. Something that that person might enjoy might be a more of a 50-50 kind of deal now. And that's the other thing is people don't understand is that 
the human body changes over time. Something that was enjoyable before might not be as enjoyable as it is now. Whereas now, okay, I gotta change it up, which is why I still believe in very big traditional things, is when people come up with this idea of the open relationship because I want to explore is bullshit because your body's changing over all this time. You're, you no longer care about your partner at that point in my, in my, in my opinion. And there's no reason to get that dick, dick another place. If you want to get dick somewhere else, break up with the person. I agree. And we're, we're going to do an episode on this eventually. We're still trying to look at the information, but open relationships I think the odds are kind of stacked against you because just like we talk about that healthy communication, the boundary setting, all these things have to apply to this new partner. So I'm not saying that it can't work, but it seems like it's a lot yeah, if you're bringing no, you're, a lot of people in. It yeah, just, especially. And then all these women come up with these different rules. Oh, we as long as we don't get emotionally attacked, attached, it's just sex. There's no such thing, I think, as just sex. Because you're always, even down in the future, you're going to look back on someone and a something that you had an intimate intimacies with a person. You know what? That was really fun. How are you not? How was that just now sex? It's a, it's a shared experience, regardless of what does or doesn't happen. Yeah. It takes two people, and and then if you look at the whole, you know, the quote unquote sexual trauma from uh, today's day and age, and well, doesn't that add to the sexual trauma? Because you you just shared an experience with a person. And, yeah, you may have enjoyed it in that period in time. Now you're looking back on it going, oh, that was a lot of fun. Now what about that other person going, oh, I completely fucked up a dude's marriage. This now that's whole, now a traumatic event for him going, I could have royally fucked up someone's life. Yeah, this is And that doesn't matter if you're male or female. Yeah, no, and it, um, it's definitely something if you like, want to try the open yeah, not relationship, to it's got to be from square one. Yeah, exactly. And, like, take my brother, for example. It has completely wrecked his life. Yeah, and it. I mean, he wasn't. He was not going to divorce her at all. If especially if that kid was not his, if that kid was his, he would not divorce her. He said he already told me he will. He would go to hell and to hell and back to make that work, so he could give that kid a perfect life. Which you're never going to be able to do because that's not. You're not on the same page or anything else. And he really wanted her to correct her actions. And he told her, like, you just be committed to me, really. Yeah. Without, well, he, he felt to say pretty much that part, but he's like, I really wanted it to work because I really, okay, I mean, physically, not, I don't know how, but granted, uh, on the emotional side of it, I understand where he was coming from because I was the same way as I wanted it to work with my ex-wife. Well, it really seems like, too, he was trying to build, like, this perfect family, which no family is perfect. Yeah. One. You, you can't have that expectation. All you could try to do is create an environment that nurtures the children in their own interests and not try to steer them towards what you want them to be. And Not that he was doing that necessarily, yeah. but just he had this perfect idea in his head of this family that and, and clearly then, was not in line with hers. Yeah, and then on top of it, it's just like, oh, this is what you do to have a successful relationship, and it's not. And, and that's where I, I really lay into him a lot of times. Like, dude, it, as a man, there's things you do, there's things you will you can sacrifice, and there's things you don't sacrifice. But, um, but especially, like, going back to the bedroom, um, if one party's not getting enough of one thing, they're going to go and find it somewhere else. And I hate to say that is true. Yeah. It's, and this is um, anything against her, but 
if he wasn't put, in a way putting out enough. Well, no, this goes back to us talking she's about sex find- drives. And exactly. clearly, one of them had a much higher sex drive than the other. And these things you should be comfortable talking about. Yeah. And here, and a uh, big thing is everyone knows as a man gets older, the sex drive becomes lower. Yeah. As a women. woman gets older, yeah. the sex drive becomes higher. Yeah. Which is why I'm a big firm believer in the whole the foreplay, the experience, toys. The, the toys. Yeah, I'm a big firm believer in that because. I'm sorry, you're a man. You need some weapons in your arsenal. You oh. don't go deer hunting with a fucking Bowie knife, do you? No, especially, let's be honest here. If you're in a manual labor position, you got a herniated disc. You can't handle this person sitting here putting you in a vice grip, whatever. Now you can't walk. Yeah, exactly. That's why you get a toy that does it for you, and you, like, and you hit the button, and you, and you start some dirty it's talk. Still and still be a shared experience. And a sp- experience, and yeah, you can't perform like you used to, but hey, you figured out another way to make it happen. And you still have that emotional connection with the person, and it's and it still fucking works. As long as at the end of the day, both parties are happy and satisfied. It, what's it, it exactly? And I'll even use this as a hunting, hunting, or even cars, or as an example, because a lot of men are in cars and hunting. Is you don't just go out with a Bowie knife. You don't just start a fucking car. You want that car to be cool. You want that car. To, you want to work on that car. Work on that car like you're gonna work on your woman. If you're gonna change the oil on your car, change the oil on your woman. It sounds horrible, but it's fucking true. I, I feel like this analogy is applicable, but I'm not sure what the oil change for the woman is. But it's fine. Don't look up Blue Mountain oil change. <laughs> but yeah, no. But if you're gonna, but if you're gonna work on no, your car, you're, you want to work you on work the work on the relationship. You keep yeah. making sure everyone's happy. Yeah, you enjoy working the car. Enjoy working on your woman. I think another thing for men that's big, except criticism. Oh God, yeah. If you're not good at doing something. Take it with a grain of fucking salt. Well, and every woman's different. Every person's different. Yeah. Something so, you might do be amazing with one woman, but the next one be like, you fucking suck. Yep. And it's not that you're bad at it or anything else. It's just that she's different. Yeah, exactly. But the woman needs to be able to communicate too and be like, hey, you know what? This isn't working for me. Try like this. Yes. And detach and your of, ego from this. Yeah. And that's both. And that's both parties because, of course, a man knows what is good for a man. A woman knows what's good for a woman. But the again, everything keeps coming back to that same foundation of a communi- of communication. Hey, this works for me. Try it like this. And yes, they may suck at it at first. Patience and time does wonders. Yeah, and you should have cultivated an environment through the dating process that you feel comfortable communicating. Yeah, exactly. Don't take it as a, a personal attack against you just because you're not the sex god you thought you were with this person. They're a different person. Yeah, just because like you had things. yeah, just because you had sex only with four people, doesn't make you not a that fifth person. You might they might consider you a fucking god. Yeah, the sixth person might like eh, you're, yeah, you're a rookie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's just like you said, the communication and keeping the relationship healthy. Because I feel like yeah. it's this weird thing. If the relationship that, becomes that, unhealthy, look for the first the first place to t- start to tell bedroom yeah because if you don't still feel comfortable with this person you're not going to want to be intimate with them and the other thing too is oh do not use sex as a punishment nor as a reward no that yes 100 and i made that mistake when i was with my ex-wife oh if i do all these things around the house i take care of a b and c and a lot of people consider that the blue pill which is blue pill stuff but my reward will be, I'm going to get laid. Well, and it's a really toxic thing that also women teach their daughters. is like, oh no, withhold, withhold, withhold. Exactly. And 
vice versa with the men. It's just a bad dynamic. Yeah. You should be it, able... it leads to a really bad dynamic. Yes. It should be something that you guys both want to do with each other regardless kind of what has gotten done or accomplished. Whether you clean the gutters or not should not. Yeah. If you everybody enjoys having sex on a Friday night, realize you're both human. That yeah. You're not always going to get everything done. Just because she didn't get the floors mopped or you didn't do this or that is not a reason why you can't come together and enjoy each other. Yeah, I, I tell you right now is um, I've slowed down a bit, and part of it is yeah I've gotten a little older, but I'm also now I'm working sixty hours a week, and on a Friday night you I'm going to sleep. I'm going to bed. Yep. Nine o'clock hits, I am done. I where sex is is like so far down the list, honey. Just I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that, that's the night all shift, really I'm the same way. If you no no four in the morning, that's peak. Yeah, no, and and that's what it all comes back to. It's just again, this entire episode is more not necessarily about all the anatomy and and how a woman works or anything like that. We it's, try, it's really, we try, we try, but it it really comes down to communication with one another, and I think that's really where the uh, the gut of it is, where all where a lot of the work really comes in, and then also being very comfortable with each other, and not necessarily being able to perform. Or not perform. It is about that communication and the comfort, being comfortable with one another, and not holding sex against one another no. as a punishment because they didn't do A, B, and C. There is, that's bullshit. If you have a problem with them not doing A, B, and C, call that's them a discussion. Out. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That, that's just what it is. At least to me, is like if I'm not doing something that I need to be doing or you don't like, call me out. No, and that's, that's why I have I love the relationship I have with you is, and I try to explain this to Taz is. If we don't do something that each other likes, we call each other out. And we hold each other accountable. Exactly. Hey, I thought you said you were going to do this. Or, hey, weren't you working towards this? What's going on, man? Did you? We don't do it in an accusatory way either because we get... You slip up sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you have a bad week and you don't get done what you need Yeah, like done. I made sure it's a habit now. I call you on Saturdays. Make sure you're up because I know sometimes you take yeah, sleep I, in. Yeah, 100%. It's like, you know what? I, you know what? I know he sleeps in. Sometimes, you know what? I let me call him and we... Like, yep. Hey man, you still cool? Yep. Because no, sometimes I roll right the fuck over and I will throw my phone <laughs> out the door. But um, yeah, I, I think that's actually a good spot to kind of yeah. to stop on this is is definitely communicate, 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 and don't hold it sex against each other because all of that does is breed bad shit to each and other. And don't attach self worth to a bad experience either. Yeah, everyone has an off day. Sometimes it's just not going to happen. Yeah, you know what? Exactly. But, um, yeah, we're going to end on that. Um, yep. Thanks for uh, tuning in, and um, have a good evening, afternoon, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs>